word, power, you reveal yourself as one God in three persons. You are both majestic and mysterious, infinite and infinite, known and unknown. In love, you have made us your own and invite us to join in your divine dance. Catch us up on your love in this world to call others to follow you with singing and dancing. Amen. Our opening hymn is number 64 in your hymnal. Holy, holy, holy. Let us sing. It is time for children's moments, so I'd like to invite the children to come forward.
Good morning. So last week, oh, peanut butter, wonderful. Let's let Jack get over there and put that peanut butter in. Thank you. Every week we will take some peanut butter. Thanks, Jack. So last week when y'all got here, we had some Toy Story decorations up. They're still up back there. What did you see this morning? What? Nemo. Did you, well, you know what? When we walk out, you could have walked past it without seeing it. When we walk out, I'll show you our Nemo decorations. They're back there over on the left-hand side. But look, we've got a Nemo tablecloth up there on the table. Well, we, you know what? When, when we walk out in just a minute, we will all take a second to look at it back there. Did you see it? Okay. Um, so this week in church and um, in our BBS family uh, night, we're going to be looking at Nemo. We are. And we're going to see a clip right now of Nemo on our screen. So if you want to we'll take a look that way. Yeah, Hazel.
Well, I can assure you, he's quite safe with me. Look, I'm sure he is. But you have a large glass, and he can get lost, you know, from sight if you're not looking. No, I'm not saying you're not looking. You're, you're not looking. <laughs> Nemo! What do you think you're doing? You're gonna get stuck out there, and I'm gonna have to get you before another fish does. Get back here! I said, back here now! Stop! You take one more move, mister. Don't, don't you dare! If you put one fin on that boat, are you listening to me? Don't touch the boat. Nemo! You just paddle your little tail right back here, Nemo. That's right. Do you hear me? They're going to work together, and they're going to find Nemo. So we're going to be talking about family. So we all have a family that we live with, right? I watched You've seen the whole thing? It's, and it's pretty good. So Nemo's got his dad and his family. But you know what? They all come together. All those different fish and sea creatures come together. And they can do great things, and they are able to save Nemo. So on our church, around the bottom of our church, are some little um, concrete squares that say stuff on them, around the bottom of this building and the bottom of the other building. And this one that I took a picture of this morning says, we do best the things we do together. And it says Parkway Hills UMC. Let's talk about our church family. We're a family here at the church, and we do best the things we do together. Yes. A story in in Nemo toys that may have at my school. You got some of those toys at your school? Pretty cool. Well, look, you might want to one day walk around the buildings and see if you can find this one. And this one is around this building. But see all those stones that are around the building and the different things that they say. I challenge you to see if you can find this one that says, we do best the things we do together as a church family. All right, let's say a prayer before, oh, wait. Actually, we we will say a prayer, but then after the prayer, I'm going to give you a card. Some of y'all have already RSVP'd to come Wednesday night, which means y'all have let us know that you're going to be here. I'm going to give each family a card. And if you haven't filled it out yet, or if you haven't RSVP'd yet, you can fill this out and leave it in the offering basket at the back of the worship center. So we will be sure to have stuff ready for you. you yes, you do. You could hold this too, right? Yeah, I think you could. All right, well, let's pray, and then I will hand this out to y'all. Let's bow our heads. Dear God, thank you for our families. 
and thank you for our church family. Help us to always remember that we do best the things we do together. Amen. All right, let's see. One for the Thrash family. One for Jennings. One for Charlie's family. Hey, Wes. You can fill it out if you're going to be able to come. You don't remember? Wes, let's go. Oh, look. There's your parents right there by the piano. Here you go, Ben. There you go. Maggie, you can have that one. Oh, and we're going upstairs for children's moments. I forgot about that. With Charlie's parents, Courtney and David. Please join me in our responsive reading of Psalm 8 found in your bulletin. Your response is in the bold. O Lord, our sovereign, how majestic is your name in all the earth. You have set your glory above the heavens. Are the mouths, the babes, and infants. You have found your bulwark because of the cold. Silence the enemy. When I look at your heavens, the work of your fingers, the moon, and the stars that you have established. Yet you have made them a little lower than God and crowned them with glory and honor. All sheep and oxen and also the beasts of the field, the birds of the air and the fish of the sea, whatever passes along the paths of the seas. O Lord, our sovereign, how majestic is your name. I did. I don't know how many uh, Disney fans there are out there, but if you have watched a number of Disney movies, well, Finding Nemo is like most Disney movies. Loss happens, usually early on in the movie. At the very beginning of Finding Nemo, um, Marlin, that was the dad in the clip, well, Marlin the fish loses everything dear to him. Everything except one son, Nemo. Now he becomes so worried about losing Nemo as well that Marlin tries to control every possible scenario that Nemo might be in, which means Marlin ends up creating a world for Nemo that pretty much includes Marlin and the space around Marlin. But eventually, um, as we saw in our clip, and I'm sorry about the sound, but as we saw in our clip, Nemo kind of pushes back against the tight boundaries created, and he begins to swim in the deep waters. And what happens? Well, we get the adventure that is finding Nemo. This June, uh, we'll use Pixar movies to help us think about our faith story, and finding Nemo, and this clip of Nemo touching the boat well, it made me look at the baptism story of Jesus in just a little bit of a different way, and we will talk about that this morning. But first, I want to read um, 
the baptism of Jesus account found in Mark 1. And as we prepare to hear God's word this day, let us pray. Eternal God, in the reading of the scripture, may your word be heard. In the meditations of our hearts, may your word be known. And in the faithfulness of our lives, may your word be shown. Amen. A reading from Mark chapter 1, beginning at verse 1 and going through verse 13. The beginning of the good news of Jesus Christ, the Son of God. As it is written in the prophet Isaiah, See, I am sending my messenger ahead of you, who will prepare your way. The voice of one crying out in the wilderness, Prepare the way of the Lord, make his path straight. John the baptizer appeared in the wilderness, proclaiming a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. And people from the whole Judean countryside and all the people of Jerusalem were going out to him and were baptized by him in the river Jordan, confessing their sins. Now John was clothed with camel's hair, with a leather belt around his waist, and he ate locusts and wild honey. He proclaimed, the one who is more powerful than I is coming after me. I am not worthy to stoop down and untie the thong of his sandals. I have baptized you with water, but he will baptize you with the Holy Spirit. In those days, Jesus came from Nazareth of Galilee and was baptized by John in the Jordan. And just as he was coming up out of the water, he saw the heavens torn apart and the Spirit descending like a dove on him. And a voice came from heaven, You are my Son, the Beloved. With you I am well pleased. And the Spirit immediately drove him out into the wilderness. He was in the wilderness forty days, tempted by Satan, and he was with the wild beast, and the angels waited on him. This is the word of God for us, the people of God. Thanks be to God. <clears throat> now, when we preach on the baptism story of Jesus, we talk a lot about Jesus' baptism as his beginning, his entry into his, his ministry. And then we use that temptation story in the wilderness that immediately follows um, and talk about it as this preparation time, his time apart as he prepares for his ministry. That temptation story usually comes at the beginning of Lent, our own time of preparation as we move toward Easter. But there's another piece of this story that is certainly true. Jesus begins to swim in deep waters, leaving behind the boundaries of home and family. In those days, Jesus came from Nazareth of Galilee and wading into the waters to do the work to which he has been called. Now, two things about the story of Nemo that I connected with the story of Jesus' baptism and the temptation and the wilderness that follows. Two things, community and letting go. We opened worship with the hymn, Holy, 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 and those words, God in three persons, blessed Trinity. And the Holy Trinity is all over this passage in Mark. As Jesus was coming up out of the water, he saw the heavens torn apart and the Spirit descending like a dove on him. And a voice came from heaven, you are my son, 
the beloved. With you, I am well pleased. Father, Son, Spirit, Creator, Redeemer, Sustainer, God in three persons, blessed Trinity. Now, while the Holy Trinity is not something that uh, we can't completely explain or understand or really even comprehend, the doctrine of the Holy Trinity tells us something pretty important about our God and about our faith. Our God, the God who created the heavens and the earth, the God we come to know in the person of Jesus Christ, the God equipping and empowering us as Holy Spirit, our God exists within community or as community within God's self. If there's one thing, one thing that we can take away from the Holy Trinity, it's the reminder that our faith story is not a solitary one. It's not a faith story that says, this is all about me. Our faith is about dwelling together in the way that God, God the Father, Christ, and the Holy Spirit dwell together and with all of creation. There's even a fancy word for it. You may have heard it before. It's perichoresis. It's a Greek word that means rotation or circle dance, I like better. In, the, in Celtic spirituality, they call it the triple spiral, and we put a little picture of it in your bulletin for you. But it gives us this image of interconnectedness. We're meant to kind of picture this triple spiral in motion. I should have grabbed one of the kids' fidget spinners. It kind of looks a lot like that. We're meant to picture it in motion. It loops around, it flows, it moves in, it moves out. It pulls us into its center while at the same time pushes us out to the edges. And God is not just the dancer, God is the dance itself. The Trinity presents us with this understanding of life as mutual participation, movement and connection together, as if we are all involved in one big, giant dance. Now, in the world of science, I like to picture those uh, microscopic particles. If you've ever looked at them, they're kind of vibrating and pushing and popping against each other or the scientific understanding that comes from the world of thermodynamics, that energy is never created or, destro or destroyed, but changes. I find it fascinating that this dance takes place within the created natural world itself. This connection, community, life as mutual participation. One theologian talking about the Trinity and the openings of words of the Bible said this, in the beginning is the relationship. In the beginning, there is community. In the beginning, there is the dance. Father, Son, Holy Spirit, God in three persons, blessed Trinity. Jesus' baptism reminds us of the Trinity 
And as Jesus leaves the shallow waters of the Jordan and moves into the deep waters of temptation, we are reminded that Jesus does not swim alone. The Gospel of Mark even says, and the angels waited on him. Finding Nemo, this clip that we saw, if you watch the whole thing, which many of our children said they did, it gives us this beautiful picture of connection, of community, of a dance that can happen within our created world. The father, Marlin, as he goes on this search, well, he finds Dory. Dory finds Marlin. There are sharks and sea turtles and birds that all become connected through this journey of searching. Nemo himself finds his own village within a, within a tank, in a dentist's office. And this village of fish becomes family. This is part of what we acknowledge today with the baptism of Hallie Thrash, even as we hear her making her own dance this morning and movements in the worship service. In her baptism, she becomes part of this great faith family. She is connected to a story that is bigger than she is, and she never has to be alone. But there's another piece of Jesus's baptism in Finding Nemo um, that we have to name. Both stories do remind us of community, of this dance that takes place, but both stories also show us the hard part of letting go. In the baptism story of Jesus, Jesus moves from baptism to the deep waters of temptation in the wilderness, then to his ministry, and we can best sum it up with one of the most well-known verses of the Bible. For God so loved the world that he gave his only Son so that everyone who believes in him may not perish, but may have eternal life. Finding Nemo shows the importance of trusting and letting go. There's one particular scene um, where great wisdom comes from Dory. So she and Marlin find themselves stuck in the mouth of a whale. And Dory says she can talk to the whale, talks to the whale to figure out what to do, and she tells Marlin that the whale wants them to move to the back of the throat. Well, Marlin's a little skeptical. Of course he wants us to move to the back of the throat. He wants to eat us. Well, Dory tries to convince Marlin. She says, the whale says it's time to let go. Everything's going to be all right. So they're both hanging there in the well's mouth, and Marlon says, how do you know? How do you know something bad isn't going to happen? To which Dory says, I don't. And then she lets go, falling back into the well's mouth. Community and letting go. As we said last week, we come to baptism as helpless as infants, unable to do anything to earn God's grace. In baptism, we are connected to a community of faith, and we begin this lifelong journey of discipleship. And God gives us freedom all along the way. We are given the gift of free will. God lets go. 
and allows us to experience this gift of life, this gift of God's great created world. How do we know something bad isn't going to happen? We don't. But through it all, we are God's, and we are not alone. How do Adam and Carmen know everything will be okay as they bring Hallie forward? How do any parents know? We don't. But Hallie is theirs, and they are Hallie's. This is what we give witness to today. Community, connection, life as mutual participation, and one more pretty important thing. Hallie is God's no matter what. And no matter what, all along the journey, when the church is at its best, she will have a community of faith to love and support and encourage her. And she will have her God. A God that gives us the freedom to swim into the deep waters, but says when oceans rise, our souls may rest in God's embrace for we are God's. Amen. I'm going to invite um, Adam and Carmen and Cece and Hazel and Hallie to come up here and join me around <clears throat> the baptismal bowl, and I have something going on in my throat and all, so I'm going to put my mask on. You'll find an insert in your bulletin where you can follow along um, with the words of our renunciation of faith and also our thanksgiving over the water. But now, let us begin. Sisters and brothers in Christ, through the sacrament of baptism, God's Spirit initiates us into Christ's holy church, puts us on the stage of God's saving drama, and gives us new birth through water and the Spirit. So today... We come to the waters, water poured over and immersing us, water flowing freely for all who will receive it, water from the streams of God's saving power and justice, water that brings hope to all who thirst for righteousness, water that refreshes life, nurtures growth, and offers new birth. Here we come to the waters to baptize Hallie Haynes Thrash and in each other's presence to renew our commitments to Christ who raised us, the Spirit who has birthed us, and the Creator who is making all things new. So I invite you all to join with me in our renunciation of sin and profession of faith as we renew our commitments. And so I ask you, will you turn away from the powers of sin and death? Will you let the Spirit use you as prophets to the powers that be? Will you proclaim the good news and live as disciples of Jesus Christ, his body on earth?
And to you as the parents, will you nurture this child in Christ's holy church? And to the entire congregation again, will you be living witnesses to the gospel individually and together, wherever you are and in all that you do? Will you nurture one another in living the faith of the church and include Hallie in your care? Will you receive and profess the Christian faith as contained in the scriptures of the Old, <clears throat> Old and New Testaments? And we'll join together in the thanksgiving over the water. The Lord be with you. Let us pray. Eternal Father, when nothing existed but chaos, you swept across the dark waters and brought forth light. In the days of Noah, you saved those on the ark through water. After the flood, you set in the clouds a rainbow. When you saw your people as slaves in Egypt, you led them to freedom through the sea. Their children you brought through the Jordan to the land which you promised. In the fullness of time, you sent Jesus, nurtured in the water of a womb, he was baptized by John and anointed by your spirit. He called his disciples to share in the baptism of his death and resurrection and to make disciples of all nations. Pour out your Holy Spirit to bless this gift of water and those who receive it, to wash away their sin and clothe them in righteousness throughout their lives, that dying and being raised with Christ they may share in his final victory. All praise to you, eternal Father, through your Son, Jesus Christ, who with you and the Holy Spirit reigns forever. Amen. All right, you ready? Oh, Christine? Hey there. You want to say hey to everybody? Nope, you want to go back? Okay, we'll do it quick. Are you ready? You see the water? Oh, you want to touch it? Hallie Haynes Thrash, I baptize you in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. And let's all place a hand. The Holy Spirit work within you, that being baptized through water and the Spirit, you may live as a faithful disciple of Jesus Christ. And all God's people said, Amen. Now before we welcome little Hallie, I remind you of your commitments. You have committed to help with Sunday school, to help with vacation Bible school, and most importantly, you have committed to know her name. And as always, we give you a way to help you do that. Her little banner will hang up there for a year. One's coming down very soon, so you better get to looking and memorizing because we got a lot up there. But her banner will hang up there for a year so that you can come to know Hallie, know her name, and speak to her. 
But now, let us welcome our new brother, I mean, our new sister in Christ, child of God, by water and the Spirit. We welcome you into God's new creation. Share with us in Christ's royal priesthood. With joy and thanksgiving, we welcome you as a member of Christ Church. Amen. And let's give them a hand. <laughs> and we will call them back up at the end of the service um, to give them um, I've got stuff to give them and you can also come and greet them Testing. All right. <laughs> you called me out upon the waters, the great unknown. Where feet may fail And there I find you in the mystery In oceans deep My faith will stand And I will call upon your name And keep my eyes above the oceans rise my soul will rest in your embrace for I am yours you are mine Your grace abounds in deepest waters And your sovereign hand will be my guide Where feet may fail and fear surrounds me You've never failed and you won't start rise my soul will rest in your embrace for I am yours and you are mine
Spirit, lead me where my trust is without borders. Let me walk upon the waters wherever you will call me. Take me deeper than my feet could ever wander, and my faith will be made stronger in the presence of my Savior. Spirit, lead me where my trust is without borders. Let me walk upon the waters wherever you would call me. Take me deeper than my feet could ever wander, and my faith will be made stronger in the presence of my Savior. And I will call upon your name and keep my eyes above the waves. When oceans rise, my soul will rest in your embrace. For I have Let us now go to God in prayer. Let us pray. Holy God, you are more than we can know or name. Yet we call on you again and again for you alone are God. We cannot live apart from you, for you have called us into your triune life. Your steadfast love surrounds us all our days, wherever we may be, on a high mountain or a path in a shadowed valley or at a crossroads on a journey or swimming in the deep waters or outside the gates of welcome or in some inner circle, you call to us, delighting in the human race. We come before you in thanksgiving for all the gifts you have given that delight us so, for the beauty of this season for the lives of those who bless us beyond their knowing, for this community of faith by which we are nurtured and challenged, for opportunities to serve you by serving others, for goals accomplished, and for the gift of life granted yet again today. We give thanks for our baptism and our place within this family of faith. We pray for Hallie as she makes her first steps along a lifetime journey of discipleship. We pray for Adam and Carmen and for ourselves as we strive to embody faith, hope, and love for her and to her so that she might learn to trust God and live love's service in the world. God, we come before you humbly and hopeful in our need. For those we know who are suffering today because of illness in mind, body, or spirit, for those trying to make a difficult decision, for those grieving a loss, an ending, 
for a dream deferred. We pray for healing and strength in every, every broken place of our lives. We long for the hope you alone can give, hope that does not disappoint us, but rolls away stones of death and despair. We pray for those whose livelihood is precarious, for those who live at the edge of poverty's precipice, and for those who live in temporary shelter and tenuous provision. In the public square and in the privacy of our conscience, help us find the will and the way toward a common good, toward life as mutual participation. We come before you earnestly and urgently for this world in turmoil. For chaos loose in the natural world, droughts and floods, earthquakes and tornadoes, heal the earth, we pray. May those who are starving, thirsty, or left in destruction's debris be restored. We pray for the turmoil we cause through war and violence, hatred and prejudice, by our indifference and by our calculation. Bring an end to our warring ways until civilians and soldiers live in safety and peace. Root out of our hearts the seeds of bigotry and narrow-mindedness. Stir us from apathy, increase in us empathy, that we may love as you love. Holy God, we have done so much to disrupt, disengage, and even destroy what you have created and called good. Still, you are determined to delight in the human race. So make us delightful. Help us to delight in you by living and playing in ways that please you. Help us to delight in neighbors near and far by living and playing in ways that restore true communion. Make us delightful all our days until we greet with joy the kingdom you are bringing. In Christ Jesus we pray. And we lift the prayer that he taught us, saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Our closing hymn is number 557, found in your United Methodist hymnal in your seat. Um, let us stand together as we sing these words. Blessed be the tie that binds.
for the offering, but your gifts do make a difference in the missions and ministries of Parkway Hills each and every day. So there's a basket back there. We have an app, and you can do it on the web page as well, and also mail. Imagine that. So uh, please do remember your giving. Also, um, so we can get ready for uh, Wednesday night Vacation Bible School, we have some carts for the hymnals, if you could put those on there, and then stack chairs in place where you are right around you. That will help us get ready for that as well. Um, Just invite them to come back up. We invite the Thrash's family to come back up, and you can come greet them after we uh, receive this benediction. But now receive this benediction from 2 Corinthians chapter 13. Finally, brothers and sisters, farewell. Put things in order, listen to my appeal, agree with one another, live in peace, and the God of love and peace will be with you. Greet one another with a holy kiss. All saints greet you. The grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you now and forever. Amen. Amen. Thank you for joining us for worship. If you're looking for a safe place to explore faith, or if you'd just like to learn more about this community of faith, we'd love to hear from you. Please reach out to any member of our staff with prayer requests, needs, or questions, or just to find out how to join our church family. Now, may the love of God surround you. May the love of God uplift you. May the love of God stand with you through the challenges ahead. May the love of God convince you in every situation to love. Go now to love others, even as Christ loves you. Amen.